Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> Welcome to Jeff in Motion. Uh, it's back from a month-long hiatus, month-ish-long hiatus. Um, back and I don't know if I can call it new and improved. It is back and modified. Um, it's different. Uh, I talked with a handful of people just about the show and things about the show that were causing me to have anxiety and not enjoy doing it as much anymore. And, um, (laughs) that I've come to the conclusion that I, I miss doing the show. I do, I enjoy the, the, the limited feedback I get um, from a handful of people and I quite enjoy just getting my thoughts off my chest uh, just out into the air into the ether uh, it, it's helpful for me um, so here here it is the, the new format you will be listening to this on well this will be released I don't know when you're listening to it this will be released in the evening of January 1st Um, and Jeff in Motion will now be a once a week podcast. Um, it will be recorded throughout the week, the work week ahead of time. Um, I'm going to record, and, and with the, uh, the new uh, advances in the, uh, note taking, or voice notes, voice memo, whatever it's called, on iOS 8, I can now just start adding on to the ends of recordings. So I'm going to record for a little bit. Um, the first day that it strikes me. Today is Monday, uh, December 28th, I believe. Uh, let me confirm that. Da, 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 da. 29th, Monday, December 29th. Um, and I don't know how often I record, but I'm, but like, what I'm committing to now is I will record one to, I don't know, ten times a week, because I can record to and from work. So, just like if I've got something on my mind, I'll, I'll speak to it, and like, so these shows could be up to an hour long, if I've got a lot of shit to say that week, they could be five minutes long, um, if I'm just like, eh, this is, I don't really have much to say, but I'm still checking in, so the, the new format is once a week, uh, but it's gonna be very similar content, uh, to what it was before, but um, I haven't quite decided how, when, when I'm taking the photo. Will, will it be in the beginning of the week, at the end of the week? Um, do I take a photo every day I record and make a collage? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the photo will be during the week that I record. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. So that, that is it. This is the new format. This is Jeff in Motion 3.0, because... 1.0 was the drive to Williamsport. This that was the 45 minute uh, to or from work um, 
you know, do that twice a week, and I had a lot of fucking shit to get off my chest at that point in my life, um, a lot more frustrations with the world that wasn't directly caused by me, because I could sit here and piss and moan about, like, my finances and whatnot, but I, I just know that I'm the one who got me in the debt I'm in, so, like, but when I, when I'm mad about, like, social stuff and things like that, that, that's more, there's a more real passion, there's more, there's, like, I have an opinion on a thing, where, when I'm like, I wish I had money, is not quite as a compelling thing, um, (laughs) uh, but, (laughs) son of a bitch, uh, so yeah, um, I think this week, I'll probably do a little, little catching you up on what, what, what's happened in the last month. It, it isn't a lot. It's something I could probably catch you up in the rest of this recording and maybe one more. Um, but that, that was kind of the point. I didn't want to do a whole lot. Um, it, <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, it was kind of great. It was kind of great to not have the responsibility uh, or the self... This It's a self responsibility, but, uh, of recording and uploading the podcast. Oh, pardon me. Sleepy. But, uh, there were, there were parts of it I missed. Enough that, uh, enough that I, uh, I've decided to start again. Um, it's still, like, I don't know if I've got any, uh, anyone out there sitting there like, oh, he's sold out, he's, you know, this, he's lost his integrity, this isn't what the original Jeff Emotion I signed up for. I'm still not editing it, um, it's basically gonna be the equivalent of, uh, in-camera edits, like, anything I can do in the native software, I'll do, um, but it's not gonna be, I'm not gonna go back and cut out the stupid shit I say, I'm just gonna let, um, my lovely listeners remind me when I being an idiot, uh, remembering dates wrong, uh, saying things that I, (laughs) that are like dumb white kid racist and stuff like that. Um, I don't think I've had a dumb white kid racism thing though, but I've had like dumb white conservative kid stuff before that still haven't trickled their way out of my brain quite yet. Um... Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know if I want to, uh, there's been, we just had a moon mom, uh, and it was a lot of fun. We actually got, we had a camera there this time. Unfortunately, November, uh, our cameraman and backup cameraman were both on, unable to, unable to show, so... Uh, that was a show just for the people in the audience, which was great. Um, but there, you know, there's some things that were missed uh, that by the by, by the rest of the world, which is unfortunate for the rest of the world. But um, we had him on mom, and it was recorded. And uh, <laughs> I've started uh, repeating 
the anecdotes I'll tell because I've tried to work a few of them into bits. Um, there's one about the Holocaust that I've pretty much retired. I don't think I can make it work, but I'm definitely going to have a discussion about it um, on this podcast uh, in the not too distant future because I guarantee you it'll probably be this week that I'll have run out of things to say and decide to tack it on. Oh, maybe, maybe I ought to, in fact. I can't just leave, I have a joke about the Holocaust floating out there. Um, that's, that doesn't quite sum it up correctly. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll guarantee you sometime this week I'll talk about that. Um, and why, why I think it's funny. Uh, well, oh, God, okay, maybe the next time I talk. So, like, it's going to be, like, about a day, day or two until I record again, but, like, the next thing you hear after this, like, mid-episode sign-off <laughs> will be, uh, the explanation, because it, it's not, it's a joke about the Holocaust, it's a joke about, um, being taught about the Holocaust, uh, it, 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 um, but yeah, so, my mom's still growing great, we had a giant group of new people in last time, which a lot of them seem like they're gonna come back, and that was really exciting, uh, Oh, shout out, I guarantee you she doesn't listen to Alexis, though. Uh, she she started, like, a, a fucking game of telephone that got a majority of the new people there. So, thank you, Alexis. That was awesome. Um, seriously. Uh, it's, it's all appreciated. Uh, very much. Oh, and... Um, for the first time, uh, I've been an official Eagles member since uh, the beginning of November, but for the first time I actually went upstairs to the upstairs Eagles bar, and because um, I, I gotta say, I was, I was apprehensive about it. I didn't know how what the scene was like um, up there, and I've gotta say, absolutely no regrets. Uh, when we can go upstairs after the, after my mom, and it's quiet. Uh, when the jukebox runs out of songs, it doesn't play. It just sits in silence, which is awesome. Because I like to not have super fucking loud music while I'm trying to just chit-chat after a comedy show. I want to talk. But even when the music is on, it isn't so loud that you can't fucking hear anyone over it. Um, and to the point that it was so quiet and chill that like I was super self-conscious because we were the loudest group of people in the room. Uh, so I was getting, like, anxiety that we are going to get booted because everyone else was just quietly drinking at the bar. Um, but, uh, to my knowledge, we didn't. Uh, but I did leave before the, uh, the group at large left. So, hmm, maybe they did. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so it was great. Uh, I absolutely, uh, I... I'm going to go up to the Eagles bar probably every time that we stay after the shows now uh, for the fact that I don't have to sit through a fucking live band and whatnot. And, yeah. Uh, So I'm at work. So uh, in what will be no time at all for you, but like a day or two for me, I'm going to talk to you about the Holocaust joke. Which is not it, it. Just, just hold, hold tight. It, it'll, it'll, 
it'll all become clear in moments. I'm 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 having anxiety because I'm thinking that you're going to be waiting like three days to hear this, but you're not. It's all going to be anyway, okay. Uh, I'm going to go to work. Oh god, I should have warmed this up. It is now Tuesday, December 30th. Um, Lordy. Um, And uh, it has been a a solid 24 hours since I last recorded. Uh, For me, for you, it's been a mere seconds. Uh, So, yes, I I promised (laughs) to elaborate on a Holocaust joke. Um... I'm just gathering my my memories of what I talked about uh, yesterday, which there are very little. Uh, (laughs) Basically, I talked about there is a Holocaust joke that I was putting to bed because I I just don't think it's I don't think it it can be funny the way I want it to be. Uh, And so here here is the basic premise. told far more conversationally than as a joke, but, uh, and go. Uh, in middle school, uh, in seventh, seventh grade, I believe, uh, they split seventh grade into two groups. Uh, in all of middle school, they divided each of the grades into two groups. Uh, sixth grade, A and B, seventh grade, C and D, eighth grade, E and F. Um, you know, because... Uh, the dividing kids into groups based, like that is in school where letter grades are a thing uh, being on the F team wasn't wasn't a you know something that was made fun of at all um, being on the C, uh, the D team as opposed to the C team wasn't uh, so anyway <clears throat> that just <sighs> sorry Past a police officer, got distracted. <laughs> All right. Um. And pretty much these teams were just you know it was just a way of organizing the kids. Uh, they were, I think it might have been alphabetical how the splitting went. I don't I don't really remember. Um. And the half of the time you're in this one large room that was split by, like, chalkboard dividers, uh, and that would, you know, therein you would get your reading, writing, arithmetic, that kind of stuff. Um, And then outside of that, you would do, like, art, gym, music, uh, shop, home ec, those things. Um, So that that was the purpose of the splitting. Uh, For basically... uh, economy of space, uh, essentially. So, okay. So, here and back to the premise of the joke. Or, it's more of an anecdote than anything, but it's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit that I am, I'm abandoning. Uh, because it really isn't a joke so much as just, anyway. This, 
for seventh grade only, they decided to have these overarching themes. Uh, the C team was to learn about Greek mythology and just peppered in through all, like, through their reading and their history and, and somehow math and science, I don't know. I, it's a, only vague memories. They, they would just be peppering in Greek mythology and they'd be learning, you know, little bits and bobs here and there. And then at the end of the year, they had basically a field day and they had a, a mock Olympics. And uh, they got to, you know, have a, a field day, essentially. And then they all got in a bus and went to the Baltimore Aquarium. Hooray! Hooray! Um, <laughs> you may have inferred that I was not part of the C team. I was part of the D team. And... From people I know from the C team, the Greek mythology thing was only a very loose uh, theme. Like, they touched on it a few times... Most of them don't know that much about Greek mythology, much more than anyone else does anyway. Um, the D team, their year-long theme, 180 school days, was the Holocaust. Herein, the name, the Holocaust bit. Uh, yeah, the Holocaust, 180 days. And... Our team took it seriously. Uh, there was not a week that the Holocaust was not tied into my life somehow during seventh grade. Uh, we learned... We learned... I know... I have a lot of this, like, passing knowledge about the Holocaust just rattling around in my head. Um, I can't pull it up, like... But for I might be able to throw some like, horrifying shit out there on a Holocaust trivia night um, that I just am having trouble, like, pulling up as we as I speak. Uh, so, yeah, that... that this just... <laughs> and... We spent the, the entirety of the year talking about the Holocaust. And, like, it was taught from a perspective of Tolerance. You need to not do this. That was the angle they went on. Not like, this is a horrible tragedy. We need to prevent this. It was taught from a perspective of, you need to grow up to not do this. It, therefore, implying that every single one of us had a Nazi dormant in us. Like, and I mean, <laughs> I'm a blonde-haired, blue-eyed German kid. Like... Yeah, but <laughs> so that even it, it's it's super important. It's super important to learn, and I, I am glad for the knowledge I have. But it is it it fucks with a kid. <laughs> I think to your twelve at that at that point, it fucks with a kid to every single day being bombarded with the fucking holocaust. Like, yes, it's super fucking important, but it... Uh. <laughs> hmm. So, 
wherein the C team had a mock Olympics and a trip to the Baltimore Aquarium, we were taken to the same stadium, not at the same time, thank God, uh, where they held their mock Olympics, were given large, heavy rocks and told to run up and down the bleachers for an hour in order to simulate an hour's worth of work that someone in a concentration camp would have been forced to do. That is a thing that I have, I have done in my life, was simulated, an hour of simulated work from a concentration camp. By the way, I doubt it came close to the actual experience of being in a concentration camp. I'm just gonna, just gonna put that out there. Uh, so they did mock Olympics. We did that for an hour. Uh, but wait, there's more. The a Holocaust survivor came to speak to us at the toward the end of the year. Uh, the, shit, I should have looked up his name. But the author of the book Kristallnacht uh, came to speak to us, and it was powerful and it was moving. But, I mean, it was just, like, the, 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 the crescendo into the depression climax that was that year, uh, being a four-hour visit to the Holocaust Museum, which, uh, I, w- I was given the opportunity of being close to it to go to it again in my adult life, and I, I vehemently declined because I was still pretty resentful that I hadn't gone to the Baltimore Aquarium with my school friends. But now, now upon like further retrospective, I really ought to go back and experience it without the resentment that only make it forcing a 12 year old to experience the Holocaust for 180 days can, can bring into somebody. Um, I really need to go back and experience it as an adult and, like, not reminisce so much as, like, remember and, like, because I was so done at that point. Like, there, I saw things there that did move me, but I was stony and closed off to most of the emotions I should have been feeling in that building because I had felt them slowly through the, the year, um... And the, I was not the only one. I, I more got a a closed off, just unaffectedness by the imagery. Um, I, I, I became desensitized to Holocaust imagery. Uh, that was just a year uh, school year for me. Um, but other kids, like twelve year olds, basically, uh, particularly twelve year old boys, like just push so hard against authority that I guarantee you there were kids in the D team that were like, eh, fuck this, fuck the Greeks, fuck Greek mythology, whatever, whatever, fuck that. So in our, in our team, it became, eh, fuck the Holocaust, fuck the Jews, whatever. And they essentially became these, like, odd, like, fair-weather neo-Nazi uh, like neo Hitler Hitler youth, like it was a a cool bad thing to do to like write a swastika or something, and like um, as we spoke in a few episodes a few weeks ago on the Popular Outcast podcast, we talked to Cam- Hey there, 
I just said the uh, the person uh, the person who we talked to on the popular outcast's last name, and we specifically uh, omitted that from those three uh, recordings. So uh, I just did a little little in phone editing there. Uh, so I, that's definitely going to be a jarring jump. But we talked to Cameron, who was on the uh, who was on the C team, and he had kids that would harass him for being Jewish in school. Uh, because of resentment for being taught all this. So um, I'm obviously not quite done talking about this. Um, so I'm going to go to work. Uh, you'll hear me again in seconds. Uh, but yeah, I'm just basically going to put a bow on the like the experience of being taught the Holocaust for a year, um, why I thought it was worth uh, saying on stage, and then why I decided to no longer, no longer do it. Um, so tune in in like seconds. Uh, I I will be recording probably tomorrow morning. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh God! Whew. I gotta remember to warm this fucker up. Alright. Okay, I'm back. <clears throat> it is Wednesday, December 31st, the last day of 2014, and I am recording again. Um, <clears throat> Gotta, <laughs> this this show's gonna be paced so oddly now because my brain r- runs so slow in the first like minute or two, so it'll be like it's a, it'll be like a boulder rolling downhill and then all of a sudden stops for a minute and it's like what was I talking about? And then, anyway, <clears throat> so the Holocaust. <laughs> uh, um. All in all, uh, in, in summation, my, my year with the Holocaust, uh, I learned a lot of important stuff, a lot of important stuff, and I was fucking sick of it by the end. Um, I was truly, truly totes done with the Holocaust. Um, and I just, it makes me really wonder... Like what that meeting was, uh, in in the school board. Like, yeah, we're gonna, you know, we've decided that seventh grade is the is the right grade to decide to theme an entire year. Um, so, oh, so what are your suggested themes? Oh well, you know, uh, we here at C Team think that the Greek mythology would be really interesting and engaging. We could do a mock Olympics, and then they're like, "Oh, we at the at the D Team, uh, we're going to bombard twelve-year-olds with the Holocaust for 180 days, and uh, basically see if they just break down and start killing each other." <laughs> like, I don't. There. I, I would love to have the logic explained to me. I would love to run into one of those teachers and just be like, 
Because well, I can only imagine, because it wasn't like a rotating shift. It was the Holocaust every year. Those teachers teach the Holocaust every year, all year. Like, they must be <laughs> so fucking desensitized to the whole thing. Like, there's no way they don't resent it a little. Like, uh, but yeah, so it's obviously an absurd, ridiculous thing that is true and I lived through and that it started, it started as a, a non-sequitur or not a non-sequitur, an anecdote. Um, and I believe that's non-sequitur anyway, uh, an anecdote at the, at the Mike's No Mike open mic. Damn it. My mom. Uh, it started as a anecdote at my mom. Someone said the, the Holocaust came up and it, it just, boom, like the flash that, that is any anecdote that I tell it. My mom was like, oh shit, I got to talk about that. And I did. Um, and he got a lot of laughs because of how absurd it is. But it works as an anecdote. But, like, as a bit, like, without any... Like, just coming out of nowhere with it, there's no good start. There's no, there's not... Well, not that there couldn't be a good start, but there's definitely not a punch. And, like, a lot of the punchlines and things like that that I've thought of are, are... They're not... They're too dark. It's... I'm from... I'm not... If I take that bit too dark, I start punching down because I'm a white Aryan German man. Uh, I can't go too dark with that material without starting to punch down. Um, and punch, uh, let's see, I don't know how familiar people who are listening with this uh, are with the, the thought process of punching up versus punching down. Um, as far as, like, who you, and it's, it's a rule of thumb, it's, but there, there are no rules in comedy, but to not be a jackass, to not be a dickhead, it's always a good idea to punch up. You can make fun of people that have more privilege than you, um, or you. Punch sideways or up. Um, like, you can make fun of your level and higher, uh, as soon as you start making fun of people who are, even if you don't perceive them that way, it, as soon as you start poking fun at, or even just talking about sometimes, depending on the crowd, uh, people who are perceived as lower than you in society, you're a jerk. Like, so if I start, uh, there's, to those of you who listen to the episode of the Popular Outcast, there's a tag... Uh, an ending to it that I cannot do. I just cannot make work. And that was, remember, six million and one lives were ruined by the Holocaust. That, like, I, I think it's really fucking dark and funny if you take it as, if you know that I'm joking. It's a joke. And the reason that's funny is how insensitive and selfish it is. Like, that's what makes it funny. It's like, there's no fucking way that's true, what he just said. He does not think that, because that is 
one of the most insanely selfish and insensitive things I've ever heard. That's the joke. But I can't, like, I can't then say all that. Like, uh, I've met, so far in my life, I've seen and met one comic that can successfully explain every one of his jokes and he lives in our area and it's amazing like he just started doing it and it's like one of the bravest coolest funniest things i've seen a comic do it's it's really awesome but it's not i can't it's i uh emmer smith uh if you watch the most the uh, this uh the videos that'll start coming out in January for December's Moon Mom. I highly recommend it. That's who I'm talking about. It's it's brilliant. It's really brilliant. I really want to see where he goes with it. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. yeah, I can't. I don't. I I, I don't think that's going to be part of my thing. I'm not going to like. I'm not going to spend five minutes explaining why they should have been laughing instead of being angry at that the the, the punchline like that's not I, I don't want to do that um, so I'm basically relegating this to it, it's it's an interesting anecdote it, 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 it there is humor in the absurdity of it but I don't I I think I need to put it to rest or really sit down with it outside off stage and. Try, uh, totally rework it before I try it on stage again. Um, and, like, uh, there might be something in just the... just the one... the, like, two-sentence version of this joke. In, in, in middle school, they split our teams into... they split our grade into two teams. One of us... Uh, one team studied... Greek mythology all year. The other student, my team studied the Holocaust. Like that, there, there's something in that tag. If I make it, if I can make that in w- into like a two, like a minute joke instead of like a five minute thing, that there's there's something there. I think uh, like if there's a tag right after that explanatory sentence, but. I don't think I can make it the long story because it, it's just uh, it's cumbersome and like you have to really be delighted in the absurdity of the con- uh, contradiction or uh, not contradiction um, maybe contradiction you have to be delighted in the um, how different the two teams yeah so anyway so, uh, it's, I, I think it's safe to put that one to bed, um, but the thing is, I have so, I, I haven't done my work, I haven't done my homework as far as being a comedian, I have not done that yet, um, I haven't sat down and made, like, a set list, I need to do that, uh, that's, like, shit I need to do, and I haven't. Um, but (laughs) what, so that's one of the reasons I'm a little, 
reluctant to let a let a bit go because I don't have I have like two that I can go back to that one and another one. So I, what I really need to do is do my work, get a few more, so I can be like, all right, sorry, the Holocaust. You're gonna you, I'm gonna have to put you away. Um, <laughs> and I'm almost at work already. Well, this I think this is my last recording for this week. I'm not not, not guaranteeing it, but uh, yeah. So you'll be hearing this uh, Friday in the evening, January first, um, or maybe I'll just put it up and have it play on the uh, early. Oh, whatever. I'll figure it out. Um, yeah. Oh, God, Megan, I just pulled, it like, like, a ton of my coworkers all got into the parking lot at the same time, so. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this, this is the, 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 the tri- triumphant, this is the uh, inevitable return of Jeff in Motion. Um, I hope you guys dig the new format. It's going to be less stress on me, less anxiety, and uh, probably, overall, more content. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening. Uh, uh, this has been Jeff Emotion.